time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back in to Mining Stock Daily. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Today is Thursday, January 20th. Yesterday was fun, wasn't it? Uh, The precious metals sector conducted a launch party on Wednesday as gold spiked up over $30 per ounce to close at $1,843 and silver soared $0.74 per ounce or 3.15% to $24.23. It was silver's first close over $24 since November 22nd. The mining stocks today... Veritable moon launch with the Amex Gold Bugs Index jumping nearly 8% and the GDX spiking over 7%. The Mining Stock Journal is still looking for a specific news or event catalyst that might have triggered the move. Making the move in the precious metal sector even more remarkable was the bloodbath in the stock market. Typically, when the broad stock market indices are getting roasted, the precious metal sector sells off in sympathy as hedge funds unload everything, including gold and silver derivatives and mining stocks. The best the newsletter can come up with is that gold and silver reacted positively to the big jump in the price of oil early in the day, as well as being benefactors of a flight to safety alternative to the US dollar, which sold off Wednesday. For those of you who are silver and silver mining stock junkies, the next issue of the Mining Stock Journal will feature a handful of undervalued silver mining stocks, both producers and junior explorers. You can learn more about the newsletter at investmentresearchdynamics.com. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a mention of today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Rio2. Rio2 is advancing the Phoenix Gold Project in Chile, the largest undeveloped gold heap leach project in the Americas. Phoenix consists of 5 million ounces in the measured and indicated resource category and 1.4 million ounces in the inferred resource category. With a robust PFS in place, Phoenix is set up for fast-tracked construction and production. You can find a list of project and company information on their website, rio2.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. This was one heck of a hit. Philo Mining reported a drill intercept last night of 1,224 meters, grading 0.71% copper, 0.54 grams per ton gold, and 18 grams per ton silver. That rounds up to a 1.626% copper equivalent in hole 54 at its Philo del Sol project in San Juan, Argentina. The hole outside the current mineral resource included subintervals of 592 meters, grading just over 2% copper equivalent, and 171.5 meters, grading over 3% copper equivalent. Hole 54 was collared 60 meters east of, parallel to, and more than 300 meters past Hole 41, which was another doozy of a hole. Which it, <laughs> this hole ended in mineralization. Philo is assessing the technical feasibility of the drilling into depths and of at least two kilometers later in the year. Philo Mining trades on the TSX under FIL and on the OTCQX under FLMMF. Uh, Quick, Paul, that was one hell of a hit. 
Wow, you know, I made a, a sort of joke on Twitter that uh, um, Lucas Lundin must have uh, dropped his collection of pennies uh, somewhere in the <laughs> in Philo. Yeah, I, I was out and about with the kids when I read that, and I was just, I needed a moment of silence. <laughs> wow, indeed. <laughs> All right. Uh, sticking with copper, Trilogy Metals announced an updated resource estimate for the Bornite Copper Project in the Amber Mining District in northwest Alaska in the USA, which is part of its joint venture with South 32. Bornite, which is 24 kilometers from the Arctic Project, now contains an input indicated resource of 41.7 million tonnes, grading 1.04% copper for 955 million pounds of contained red metal, and an inferred resource of 93.9 million tonnes, grading 0.98% copper for another 2 billion pounds of contained copper at a half a gram, sorry, at a half percent copper cutoff. Below the pit shell and at a 1.5% copper cutoff, the combined South Reef and Zuby zone is estimated to contain an additional inferred resource of 50.3 million tonnes, grading 2.95% copper for 3.3 billion pounds of contained red metal. Red metal. Trilogy Metals trades on the TSX and NICE American under TMQ. Elemental Royalties expects an approximately 40% increase in successive quarterly revenue from production at the Carlowinda gold mine in Australia. Revenue from Carlowinda, which is one of six elemental royalties on producing assets, is estimated at $1.1 million U.S. for the quarter, which ended in December. That's up about 40% from $800,000 in September. Carlowinda's first quarter of commercial production and sales. Elemental believes its Carlowinda royalty is one of many strong reasons for shareholders to reject a hostile takeover bid from Gold Royalty. They said the estimated Carlowinda revenue of $1.1 million from December quarter is equivalent to nearly six times the total revenue of the dis- which was disclosed by Gold Royalty for its entire fiscal year. The saga continues. Elemental Royalties trades on the TSX Venture with ELE and on the OTCQX with ELEMF. Sticking with gold, in Nevada, IAT Gold awarded the engineering study for the restart of the Lone Tree Autoclave to Hatch, which will complete a pre-feasibility study level mechanical and operational review of all aspects necessary to restart the autoclave processing facility. Additionally, as part of a comprehensive plan to create a Nevada-focused gold mining company, IAT has recently filled multiple key positions continuing to build a tier one operations team, including Tony Carroll to lead the restart. Lone Tree includes an autoclave, flotation circuit, tailings compound, and heat bleach facility, which will become the hub of IAT's Nevada operations as it seeks to grow to become a 500,000 ounce a year gold producer. IAT Gold trades on the TSX under IAU and on the OTCQX under IAUCF. Bearing Lithium released an updated feasibility study for the Stage 1 Maracunga Lithium Brine Project in Chile, which is managed by Lithium Power International. The study details a 15,200 tons per year production of lithium carbonate equivalent for 20 years with an initial capital expenditure of $626 million U.S., with an operating cost of $3,718 per ton, excluding credit from potassium chloride byproduct. The project will yield an after-tax net present value of $1.4 billion at an 8% discount rate and an internal rate of return of just under 40%. Is 
It said project infrastructure, including water rights, have been secured by long-term contracts. The partners will now focus on funding stage one, bearing lithium trades on the TSX Venture under BRZ and on the OTCQB with BLILF. Elevation Gold Mining provided a corporate update today from its Moss Mine in Arizona in the US with its 2022 exploration drilling program underway with two reverse circulation drill rigs. The company entered into a short-term gold loan agreement with Mavericks Metals and received an upfront payment of $6 million US million in return for agreeing to sell and deliver a specified amount of refined gold per quarter to Mavericks and an additional $1 million of refined gold beginning March 28th until expiry of the agreement in June 2023. Elevation Mining trades on the TSXV under ELVT and on the OTCQX under EVGDF. Suma Silver provided a quick update from exploration work on the Mogollon property in New Mexico. The company sampled multiple veins on the property and received encouraging results, including samples exceeding 1,000 grams per ton silver equivalent and locally exceeding 5,000 grams per ton silver equivalent. The sampled area covers a footprint of 3.5 by 3.5 kilometers, highlighting the considerable scale of the property and confirming it has a mineralized high-grade precious metal district. Most, most of the veins at surface have never been drilled and present compelling discovery opportunities after the consolidated extension area is drilled out this year. 50 holes are planned for the Mogollon property as drilling goes throughout the year. Suma Silver trades on the TSX Venture with SSVR and on the OTCQB with SSVRF. All right, well, it looks like uh, the precious metals are cooling off after yesterday's big run here, Paul. We'll see how the junior miners and also the big boys kind of respond to this. Uh, but we got a number of updates to uh, get out today and get ready for tomorrow's long form. Absolutely. It's going to be another good day. Yeah, that concludes today's morning briefing. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Until later today, I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Have a great day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.